Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Turner's Digest. My name is Alex, otherwise known as Fear the Z, and welcome to any new listeners we have. I know I've been kind of sort of shilling. I hate that term, but I mean, it's the only way to really grow a podcast if you're not spending money on it. But I, I've sort of been shilling my podcast and my blog on different blogs and discords. One of them being the Daily Churns podcast and his respective discord that's private for his deal alerts subscription um that's five dollars a month and i kind of just like the community there and i've paid i think two months thus far i don't i don't know if i've gotten exactly ten dollars worth of information from there but i i kind of like having the access so five dollars is kind of small and i'll just stick with it for now i mean I kind of supplement that $5 a month with the obvious churning and bank account bonuses that I go for, so I'm not really concerned about $5 a month. But anyway, if you're new here, welcome. If you're one of the OGs, howdy. Um, but let's dive into it. Today, we just have mostly just some Doctor of Credit stuff. Um, I'm trying to be more consistent about these posts, about these podcast episodes even if i don't have too much i'm just picking some stuff that i've seen on doctor of credit that are interesting to me or things that i've been doing in the past time since the last episode so without further ado we can actually let me take that back we're not going to dive right in i i wanted to mention something real quick i'm going to bring it up later in the podcast i'll talk about it at the end so if you're not interested in it don't worry we're not going to talk about it now but um, i am going to create a patreon or i have created a patreon for this podcast and respective blog post I feel weird taking money from people, so that's why I, I'm kind of I don't really want to talk about it, but I'm going to. Um, I'll just say up front, nothing's going to change about the podcast. You're not going to lose any access or anything. There won't be anything hidden behind a paywall that you didn't have that you already had access to. So, if you don't care about the Patreon, don't worry about it. I'll talk about it at the end of the podcast. But if you are interested in it, you can listen through. Um, but if you aren't interested, again, don't worry. Nothing's going to change. Um, you're not going to lose any access. It'll still be the same podcast and the same me. I One thing is going to change, though. Since I will be getting money, well, potentially getting money from this, I wanted to start adding a disclaimer to the podcast as well as to the blog posts. So I think I'll just start saying it as well as putting it in the, the body as well as on the blog post. But I'm not a financial advisor. Um, I'm, not, I'm no expert. This is all for entertainment purposes. I, I recommend things that I personally would do, but this is, don't consider this financial advice. That's just legally, I feel like I, I have to say that just to protect myself. Anyway, that's three minutes of rambling. Apologies, but we'll dive into it. Um, a little update from last episode. I, I asked a question on the Spotify podcast. Would you be interested in a deep dive into an Albert feature that's not boosts? Um, and I think I got two responses. One of them was sounds interesting and another one was maybe. So I'll probably not cover it if I'm running out of things to do. Maybe I'll dive into it. I was considering using one of Albert's features that, that costs money and talking to an Albert representative and kind of reviewing that, but it doesn't seem like as much interest. So I'll probably just skip it. First up in the doctor of credit, Synopsis is uh, US Bank L2 Connect has a new feature where 
they're giving you a complimentary one gigabyte of data per 15 days. It's a global data plan, which is nice. It's from a company called Big Gig Sky. I personally, I don't think it's that great. Like it, that's worth probably five or ten dollars a month if you're or to go to a foreign country and just get a SIM and pop it in your phone. It, it's not worth too much money, but it's, I mean, it's a nice feature if you're traveling abroad and you have the option. I don't know what it's going to be like to actually set that up or how the coverage will be, but hey, free is free, so why not? I did mean to say this earlier, but there's a new referral page that I saw talked about in the Deal Alerts Discord done by the Daily Churn. Um, it's some website called invites.codes, invitation.codes. And I think I'm going to start putting my referral codes there. It, it doesn't seem like they support all things. Like I wanted to put my ally code in there but they don't support it so i'd have to like submit it and i don't feel like going through that nonsense so i'm just not putting it on there but i think i'll just put anytime i'm talking about a a referral link i'll put it in my invite codes like page if you click on the link in the show notes as well as in the companion site at fearthez.wordpress.com you'll see some links there to my referrals and it should tell you I don't know how up to date they do keep this, but it does tell you at least some information about at least a referral that was in the past of what the offer is. I normally mention what it is when I bring up a referral, but they have their own synopsis of some of them. I'm not updating it. I'm just taking whatever they have. So don't take that verbatim. And that's last housekeeping. I promise. All right, so an interesting Dr. Credit post I saw was uh, Trade Station bonuses. Trade Station bonuses back, and they're a brokerage account, and they require a deposit and a maintain of that deposit of five hundred dollars for thirty days for a bonus of one hundred fifty dollars. I already did this back in oh god, when was this? I, I'm sure I put my a link to my Dr. Credit data point in the show notes as well as on the companion blog, blog page, but. Back in 2021, in November 2021, I opened the account, funded it with the $510, and then January, uh, the $75 bonus credited. So back then, it was only $75. Oh, excuse me. And then a month later, I got the second $75 bonus. So there were two back then. It looks like it's the same now. It's, again, $150. It was pretty easy. I think they sent me a 1099, but it was a pretty easy account. One thing to note there, if you want to... If you want to open the account using the website, I believe they charge you a fee. So make sure you use the app and also read through my doctor of credit comments there. I put some information about what account you should open as well as which ones are free and which ones aren't. So feel free to read my comment there. I, that I mean, that comment was me back in November of 2021, which is almost two years ago. So maybe they've changed things, but that's what it was back then. So definitely do your own research and read the doctor of credit posts and see what the commenters are saying. Something that isn't a doctor of credit post, so a little bit of a my own research. Uh, while I was visiting my family in New Jersey, I was reading the town newspaper because I'm apparently an old man who likes to sit in the morning at 7 a.m. and read the newspaper and drink some coffee. But in there, they were talking about a new bill that uh, Governor Murphy passed, which is actually a, a shockingly good bill that I agree with. There's uh, new New Jersey credit card fee laws, the... I've noticed while visiting my parents that a lot of small mom and pop businesses, mostly restaurants, are adding on a credit card fee, whether that be like two to four percent. I've even seen 
Um, I, I'm not opposed to places doing a cash discount. There's a sushi place by me that, or by my parents' house, that does 10% off if you pay with cash. And I mean, hell, I'll, I'll take 10%. Why not? And I, I know that the, the fees on the, or the prices on the menu probably already have, they should already have the credit card price fixed in. But if you're not going to give me a discount to pay with cash, then I'm not going to pay with cash. I'm going to use my rewards card. But if you outright give me 10% off with cash, I'll suck it up and use cash, even though it's annoying to carry cash around. But I, as I mentioned, some restaurants have been charging close to like 4% for credit card fees. And I know that that's not how much you these restaurants are getting charged for processing credit cards. I think the max is like 2.7.9 or excuse me, 2.9% as far as I've seen 2.9% plus like 10 cents per transaction. And then that's not 4%. So they're just making a profit on these fees. And often they don't even disclose what the fee is before you make the purchase. So the new law put in, I believe on like August 18th says that businesses must disclose the credit card fee they would be charging customers before making the purchase, as well as business, businesses are not allowed to make a profit on the credit card fee if they charge one, which in my opinion is a great change. I'm, I'm shocked that this isn't a broader legislation that's put into effect. This was put into effect on August 18th of 2023. So kudos to New Jersey for protecting their customers. They also just recently did a tax-free weekend for electronics like computers which is cool i i didn't personally buy anything but it's a great tax advantage i think we charge like 6.25 percent so it's a nice savings there of 6.25 percent plus your cash back of potentially five percent could save you 11 percent. i mean that's pretty great next thing that i saw another doctor credit post if you're interested in uber gift cards they're doing 10 percent off uber gift cards for 90 dollars um, I'm personally not purchasing it because I already have, I think, like $500 amassed in my Uber gift cards, and that's kind of a lot. I do have a Europe plan, Europe trip coming up here that I'll talk about shortly, but I don't need more Uber cash, so I'm not doing it. But it's a great offer. It's through PayPal. It just comes right off 10%. You only pay 90 bucks for 100 So if you Uber often, also your Uber cash is split between Uber and Uber Eats. So if you Uber or Uber Eats often, it applies to both. Another gift card offer, Staples is offering, I believe it's per week. This week they're doing uh, no fee MasterCard gift, no no fee MasterCard gift cards, which are sort of like cash. You can use them at a lot of stores. I know a lot of manufactured spend communities like to use these to meet sign up bonuses, but they are kind of annoying to cash out. It's a max of eight per I think transaction, but I know a lot of particular areas actually run out at their staples of these gift cards I, I know in my area they definitely don't whenever i go to staples if i actually am purchasing these they're always on the shelves but if you're trying to meet a minimum spend or you get good rewards at office supply stores like a i think chase um, inc preferred or something like that earns five percent at office supplies if you're interested in something like that you can go scoop up $800 probably per day of MasterCards with no fees, which is nice. Next are some changes, or excuse me, next is a nice little deal. If you have Disney Plus or you were an eligible returning member, they're offering three months of basic for $2 a month. I have Disney Plus. I prob I don't know if I'm going to subscribe again by the time it comes back up. I know they increase the price to like $79 a month. 
and we'll talk about it here in a little bit, but they're increasing the other prices as well. So I, I never really watch it, to be honest with you. I don't really watch anything. I, I watch a lot of baseball, so I play for, pay for MLB TV. Go Yanks. But other than that, I don't really watch a lot of TV. But when the baseball season's over, I'll probably need something to watch. So who knows what my opinion would be then. But if you're interested in Disney+, Plus, $2 a month ain't too bad for three, for three months. Speaking of Disney, they're also upping the Disney Triple Bundle from $20 to $24.99. I think that includes uh, Hulu, Disney+, and ESPN. So it went from $20 to $29. And where this is useful to know is American Express Platinum is a statement credit of $20 a month for streaming services. So this just perfectly used it up. But now that it's going to $24.99, this now exceeds the credit, so you'd be paying $5 a month. They do offer Disney Bundle Duo Premium, which costs $20 a month, which is technically $19.99, but it doesn't have ESPN. So if you're still interested in using up that 20 bucks, you could switch over to that. Just a little PSA. Thanks to Doc for calling that out. As I mentioned, I have a trip to Europe coming up here, but actually not for that trip. So I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but I'm traveling for work in October, October 21st. I will be traveling into IAD, uh, Dulles. I always pronounce that wrong. I think it's Dulles. I think it's Dulles Airport. Um, and Capital One just opened up a lounge there. It just officially opened, I think, on the 7th. Yeah, on the 7th. So yesterday when this podcast is being recorded, it seems fantastic. It's like multiple floors, grab-and-go food seems awesome. So when I actually do travel there, I will be traveling out on the sun on the Saturday, the 21st. So I plan on getting there early and kind of just chilling in the lounge and seeing what it's like. And I, I plan on covering it on the podcast, at least on the, on the blog page, with some pictures and my personal review. I've, I've been to a couple lounges, nothing fancy, just priority pass lounges. So this this looks like it'll probably be the best lounge I've been to, and I, I look forward to it. I enjoy going to lounges because going to the airport and just flying is kind of annoying. Like you're already, in my mind, if I'm flying in a day, the day's already kind of ruined. So if I get there two hours early compared to four hours early, it really doesn't make a difference. My day is a travel day. So getting there early and being able to go to a lounge, getting free food, getting free drinks, it makes it more worth it. Next, we have some flu shot deals. And I, it's crazy that saying this somehow becomes political, but I'm not making this political. I mean, I don't care if you get the flu shot or not. Um, I used to not get the flu shot, and now I do. And nothing really behind that decision, but there's some pretty good flu shot deals. If you plan on getting the flu shot, CVS offers $5 off of a $20 purchase. Walgreens offers $10 of Walgreens cash when you spend a dollar. Giant Eagle offers a $5 gift card. Rite Aid gets $5 off of $25 purchase. Safeway is 10% off of up to $20. So pick your lot if you plan on getting the flu shot. Huh, that rhymed. I guess it's better to probably go to these stores and get a flu shot instead of going to your doctor and getting it. I personally hate shots, but I'll probably wind up going and getting it at some point if I remember. Next, we have a checking account sign-up bonus. This is for Old National Bank. It's has a pretty high direct deposit requirement, but it looks like at least Wells Fargo counts as a direct deposit if you make a transfer in, which is nice. Um, it looks like Chase was working at some point, but no longer. And this is specifically for, oh God, IA. I'm not going to guess what state that is. IA, IL, Illinois, IN, Indiana, KY, Kentucky, 
MN Montana, WI Wisconsin, and MI Minnesota. No, Missouri. I don't know. It's in the show notes. All those states are included. It sounds like mostly Midwest states. But if you're in the area, it seems like a pretty decent bonus. There is an interesting, or not interesting, but annoying fee that comes with the $450 bonus. So you might just want to target the $250 bonus and just make it a little bit easier for yourself. Next, we have another Midwest state. Thankfully, this one's not abbreviated in my notes. Uh, For Michigan residents, there's a $50 bonus for funding $1,000 into a 529 account. I don't really know much about those counts. I'm not at the point where I will be saving for my child's college tuition. So make your own decision again. I'm not a financial advisor, but if you're already doing it, it seems like a $50 bonus. And it seems like there's a broader offer as well that's for 100 bucks, but I think the deposit requirement's higher for that. So read into it if you're interested, if you're already using a 529 account. Why not? Next, another gift card offer. Best Buy is offering a $15 Best Buy gift card if you purchase a $100 DoorDash gift card. Again, if you're interested in DoorDash and you already shop there, $15 off is pretty great. Those Best Buy gift cards, as far as I'm aware, because I'm pretty sure I did this, don't expire. So you can just use them whenever. I just leave it in my inbox and my email, and I'll use it at some point if I remember. Um, and I'm pretty sure I still have DoorDash credit. Sometimes I order things if I'm being lazy and I want like a smoothie and I think I have DoorDash Plus from some card or DoorDash Premium, whatever the hell they're, whatever they call their subscription service. I'm pretty sure I have it. And most things have like a $12 minimum for free shipping anyway. So it's not too bad. Um, next, I just wanted to call out that um, American Express Platinum links are floating around offering 170K member rewards, which is, I, I believe, an all time high. So if you can find that and if you're interested, go for it. And a lot of the times when you go to these platinum links, it'll say, see if you're approved, that impacts your credit. So if you approve and you get denied, they won't pull your credit. But if you approve, if you apply and you get approved, they will pull your credit. So just something to note. Also, Discover announced their Q4 5% categories for their Discover it card. It's Amazon and Target, which suck in my opinion, because I already get that with my Amazon card and my Target red card. And side note, Target Red is doing $40 off of a $40 purchase if you don't have a Target Red debit card. Churning's been canceled for that, but you can still open the card if you don't have it. But anyway, yeah, that that's a pretty waste of a quarter for me. I, I won't be using the card unless you have, you just opened the card and you're the double cashback sign-up bonus. Then obviously that's a great way to use your $1,500 spend, but I, that'll probably just be a stock drawer card for the quarter, even though I use it in current or curve, so I, it's not really in my wallet anyway, but... Next, there was a pretty decent discount AAA offer that Dr. Credit posted. I believe I paid like close to 40 bucks for their middle tier, which offers... When I was looking at the, the lowest tier and the middle tier are essentially the same, except you get like, I think instead of five miles of towing, you get 100 miles. And for like an extra 10 bucks, I was, said, screw it, why not? And there's also, at least I had a $5 chase offer that actually did correctly track, and I, I got the $5 off. It's 20% off of a subscription, I believe, but it's max of $5, so it's really just $5 off. So it came down to, I think after all, it came to about 40 bucks that I paid. And my car has been definitely on the fritz. It's pushing 140 k on a Jeep. It was the first model of a redesign that they did, and it's a not a great car. I've dumped probably too much money into it, but... AAA is definitely a good idea for me. So if you're interested into that, and I live in Massachusetts, and the RMV or the DMV, if that's where you're from, that's what they call it, 
they have a lot of their services you can do at a AAA location, and there's usually not a wait, and it's not a fee as long as you have a AAA card. So that's a nice benefit for me as well. Another thing Dr. Credit posted was Dosh is opening is offering $20 off of Costco memberships. If you don't have a Costco membership, it's fantastic. Maybe don't get it because I definitely spend too much there. It's my mom's membership, actually, so I don't even pay anything, but she gets my 2% rewards as my executive member. So I, she probably gets a decent amount of money from that just from me spending. I do have a Dosh referral. It's in my invites link that's in the show notes as well as the companion page. I think it's like a $10 referral. It's not much. I really don't use Dosh anymore. It used to be decent. It was a cashback app that let you passively put cards into it. And it would just monitor your transactions and give you cash back based on what you purchased. But they've changed within the past couple of years and they're not too great anymore. I did use it once for a hotel booking because the hotel was pretty cheap in New York on there. And it gave me, I think, like 20 or 30% off of it, which was nice. But I don't really use it anymore. A little update on current. Uh, if you remember last episode, they changed their fees to start charging you for inactivity as well as for closing the account. I messaged them and asked them to close the account. They said, sure, you need to make your account balance zero. I said, well, you don't let me transfer out my funds because it's less than a dollar. I only have 25 cents in there. So they wound up just giving me a free 75 cents and then initiating the transfer for me. So Technically, I gained $75, 75 cents, excuse me, from current. So, hey, that's a nice little win. And then finally, a little update from my podcast from last week where I discussed my transition or my choice of transition going from Juno to Wealthfront. I mostly moved over from Juno to Wealthfront. I, I mostly transferred all my funds out. I think like 80% of it are out. I'm just leaving some in Juno. I since I moved all of my bill pays, I have like 24 credit cards and I moved all of my auto pays over to Wealthfront. But just in case I missed one, I'm, now that I'm mentioning it, I'm saying it here, I just remember that I forgot my synchrony cards to switch it over. So just like that, I'm leaving some money in Juno just in case I miss some auto pays. So there are funds there and they won't bounce and I'm, I'm earning 3% there and that's fine just for the time being during the transition. But... That's where the saga is. Oh, I did accidentally double pay my Discover card, and that doesn't sound like too much, but Discover offered me 0% APR for, I think, 12 months, and that came due, coincidentally, I think on the 6th, September 6th, and their auto pay is weird, man. I went in there, and it didn't say I had a scheduled auto, it didn't say I had a scheduled transfer at all. I went to auto pay, and it said that it's scheduled for the 6th, and it was the 6th, and the auto pay hadn't gone through, and my balance was like three grand because I was it was free. It was a free loan. So I, I was like, I don't want to start earning interest on this. So I, I just submitted a manual payment and I was like, and then I went to the auto pay and I changed it to be my new Wealthfront account. And when I did that, it said, okay, your next auto pay will be for in October. And I'm like, okay, so it's not going to submit the auto pay for September for some reason. So I just submitted a manual payment from Wealthfront. And then I go and look today and it made my Wealthfront transfer of three grand and then also did an auto pay from Juno for three grand. Luckily, I had like just about almost exactly three grand. I think I had like an extra hundred bucks in there. So when that went through, I was like, wow, that didn't bounce. And I, I just luckily had enough to cover it. But yeah, so I had to call Discover and be like, hey, I accidentally double paid. And he was like, oh yeah, 3,000. And I was like, yeah. And then he confirmed what 
account I want to transfer it to, and they're thankfully not going to mail a check. They're going to just deposit the funds to my account via ACH transfer. So they said it can take up to two weeks, which is quite annoying that they just get my money for two weeks for free, but that's what I get for double paying by accident. I did see someone today in a work Slack channel say that they've been getting the runaround from City on something like this where they accidentally double paid their card back in, I think he said July, and he's been calling City multiple times. They've been saying, oh, yeah, we're working on it. We're issuing you a check. It'll be there within like two, like nine business days or two weeks, and it's been almost three months now, I think. So that's crazy. He said he should, he should file a CFPB complaint. I think it's the bureau. And I was like, absolutely, that that'll get it. That'll get stuff done. So if I get an update on that weird situation, I'll I'll give you all an update too. I saw that today. I was like, huh, that's interesting. All right, that's it for this episode, episode eleven. I will briefly talk about the Patreon. If you're not interested, tune out. Whatever, that's fine. Oh, I will also mention that someone showed me that my podcast is not only on Spotify, but it's also on Google Podcasts. So if you prefer Google Podcasts, go right ahead. And there is an RCS feed that Patreon, or excuse me, that Spotify has, and you can use that RSS feed. There is an RSS feed, so if you want to use it in a different app of your personal choice, because I some users have mentioned that I do a lot of pausing, and I'm trying to be better at it, but I don't want to edit these things. I'm very lazy, and I'm trying to just kind of regurgitate all the date, all the information, and not have to pause and try not to say as many ums as possible. But apparently, there's some apps out there that'll automatically remove like white noise or background noise. I try and make sure that there aren't any. But I think last episode there was some beeping from a car, and I, I'm not going in and making fancy edits to remove that. But if you're interested in using a different app, you can use the RSS feed. It should be on the podcast page, on the Spotify podcast page. So yeah, definitely getting some feedback from people, and I really appreciate that. All all feedback is good. I'm trying to grow the podcast as I can, and clearly I'm trying to get some money on it from Patreon, which we can start talking about it now. All right, so the Patreon. No, I'm not selling out. Like I said in the beginning, no, nothing's going to change about the podcast or the blog. I mean, the only thing that would change would be positive things for those that aren't paying. So, I mean, that's good for listeners that don't want to pay. But I want to, there's certain things I want to do with the podcast as well as the website that I just don't want to just dump money into because I, I don't think dumping money into a hobby like this when, I mean, it, it if people... If people think it's worth a uh, dollar a month, and that that's the lowest offering that I have, if people think it's worth that, then I, I it shows that people are really interested in it and want to see it grow, and will allow me to do certain things that I want to do. Like I I don't love my my web host. I used WordPress, and WordPress has a lot of intrusive ads, and I don't see that as someone who's publishing the post and publishing the site. But it irks me that there's. I think someone mentioned that on like the my um, my card images page, which I is the main reason why I got into this. There's an ad like every three or four pictures, and that that's just really gross. Honestly, I don't get any money. I don't get any, any of that money. It's all goes to WordPress, and I, I I've seen the ads, and they're pretty trash. So if I get a couple contributors, I can pay for the premium service and remove it, or find a new web hoster. I also am thinking about 
opening up a business for this. And if I do that, then I'll be able to fund that business. And I, I want to open up a business so I can open up business accounts and have a, a legitimate quote unquote business. I think I'll open a sole prop just because it's easy. Um, but I'll, it'll just be more content for the blog post, more content for the, for the podcast. And you'll be directly supporting my ventures and doing that. And, and I'll be able to talk about my experiences and ask y'all's questions. So Talking about, the, uh, talking about the Patreon, there's two tiers. There's a $1 a month tier, which is the lowest one. It won't give you too much. I'm thinking about things I can give you. The one thing that I will be giving you access to on any of the tiers that you join will be my Working Churner's Digest document. So I have a Google Doc that every week, I, I if something comes up that I want to cover on the podcast or want to cover on a blog post, I'll toss it in this document. It's kind of just a rough draft working doc. I do eventually draft out the show notes as well as the blog post that I, the companion post in that doc. So you'll get access to that if that's something you're interested in. We can also have conversations there, sort of like a Discord. If, if you have questions or something you want to discuss or you want to see covered, we can do some conversations there. And then there's a joke $10 a month Cleed tier. There's a member of the Simple Finance Discord. His user handle is Cleed. He's been a really great help in providing card images for the card image site, which I believe is the largest collection of any such on the internet of card images. And I mean, that isn't really saying much because who the hell collects card images? But hey, that that's a little feather in my cap. But he mentioned that he'd be interested in a $10 a month thing. So um, I guess I'm saying put your money where your mouth is and there's your $10 a month. And if you want to join and give me $10 a month, it's apparently burning a hole in your pocket and it'll do better in mine. So I'll take it. But I, I don't expect anybody to do that. That's kind of ridiculous and more of a joke. But if you want to give me $10 a month, I'm not going to say no. I mean, I, I expect nobody to really give me a dollar a month. But if anyone does, that very much thank you. I, I will call you out and shout you out and say thank you for contributing and I'll, I'll give you a call out on the podcast. I'll, I should add that to the um, benefits that you get. I'll, I'll definitely call you out and say thanks. Um, and maybe I'll for the ten dollars a month one. I'll, I'll maybe do like a, a guest appearance of somebody. Like if if Cleed actually does ten dollars a month, maybe I'll have him on here and we can talk about I don't know our favorite card images as like a topic episode. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. That's the reason why I'm doing Patreon. I, if you want to support me, that'd be great. Thanks. If not, nothing's going to change about the podcast. I'm not going to stop doing it if no one contributes. I just won't be able to do some of the stuff that I want to, like open, updating some of the old documents, like that that card images site, that card images page I really like, but it's just grown to this really unnavigable page. I just control F every time I go there, but that's not really the way I want it to. I'd like to dedicate some time and update that and getting a couple bucks coming in will be like, all right, people care enough that they want to see this upkept. So if you're interested in it, it's there, patreon.com slash Turner's Digest. If not, no big deal. I appreciate you listening either way. Also, a reason why I'm doing this and the reason why I was publishing the pod podcast to Spotify only was because Spotify allowed you to do host read ads. And sorry, I would like to make money on this. And if you listening to an ad that you could skip through is a way for you to do that, I, I would do that. When I was originally doing this, they required 100 monthly listeners. And I was hovering at like, I'll, I'll disclose this, I was probably around, it said 60. And I mean, 
I wasn't averaging 60 in episodes. I don't know where the 60 came from, but I, I was hovering at, at 1.60. And then towards the end of last month, I was really starting to share the Discord, uh, the podcast out to different Discords. And I mean, shout out to Kai from the Daily, the Daily Churns podcast and his Discord because his community definitely bumped up my numbers a lot. And I got up to like... I think it was like 95 it said it was my monthly listeners and then I go and look in I'm like oh snap I'll be close and I look in and they 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 changed it it's now a thousand to get the at host reads like what kind of bait and switch nonsense is that? I just got to a hundred almost got to a, I think I think I was at a hundred what was my number at right now but I I got so close and then I get it and then they change it like what I, I was blown away I was so upset like monetize currently at check eligibility criteria i'm at 106 i've had 106 listeners in the past 60 days thank you all so much it, it means so much i can't believe you all listen to me ramble for 32 minutes here about literally nothing but i've i was like i want to reach this embed it's called ambassador ads eligibility and they had to just changed it like literally just changed it the requirements were reach 100 list spotify listeners and publish an episode in the past 60 days so i since this podcast came out i've been grinding not grinding but i've been this has been my goal was to get this these host read ads and now they bumped it to a thousand so i'm saying screw you spotify you won't get part of my money i'll go to patreon patreon takes eight percent of your dollar, so they get eight cents if you decide to sign up for the dollar Thank you very much. Even if you don't, just you listening means so much. My DMs are open if you have any suggestions or anything you want to say to me. Fear the Z, Reddit, Discord. Hit me up. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot. And if you do contribute, again, thanks so much. I'll shout you out. If not, hope you continue listening and enjoy the content. Thanks as always and have a good one.